vision. Your paradigm is about to shift at the intersection of fact and reason. You're entering Kingston Country. I'm Dan Kingston, and you're listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. The Kurds are going to be okay. Let me tell you something. They're battle-hardened, well-armed, ready to go. Thanks to the Kurds, we've practically defeated ISIS. They're a shell of what they were, and we can contain them now with drones, keep them in check. So what do we need to be there in the middle of Syria, northeastern Syria to be precise, getting in between Turkey and Kurdistan? Of course, the Kurds don't actually have a home. This is the sad thing about the Kurdish people, and you might have heard about how they fought with us in Iraq, and now lately they fought against ISIS. We've always had a partner in the Kurds. They're uh, separated among different countries. So there's a bunch of Kurds in Iraq, there's some Kurds in Iran, there's Kurds in Turkey, and in Syria. The big movement, uh, the Kurdish people, is to have their own autonomous country. The Kurds, though, are also in Syria, and we needed to defeat ISIS that had basically taken advantage of the Syrian war, civil war over there, between uh, Bashar al-Assad and the uh, what he calls the rebels. And so we aligned with the Syrian Democratic Forces to battle against Bashar al-Assad and ISIS. And by all accounts, the Kurds did very, very well. And this is, see, you hear the sound bites on the mainstream media, and you hear these opinion talk show hosts, you know, they'll tell you what they think. But are they going in and helping you understand what you should think? Here is, it's not my job to tell you, okay, think it, think it through like I do. I, I want to give you the facts, and I do want to give you my opinion so you know where I stand. It's for you to, to come up with your own opinion based on the facts. The facts are that Kurds really were our partner in defeating ISIS, and they have huge territory now in Syria because they pushed in there uh, defeating ISIS, and they pushed through, and the further they pushed, the more territory they got. Look, they didn't come away empty-handed. Uh, they control vast amounts of land. And Turkey now is worried by that. Let me take a step back and, and describe you the situation, okay? You look at a map, and I do, I encourage you to look at a map. You see, Syria shares a border, a northern border with Turkey, and a southern border with Iraq, and the east uh, is Iran. The Kurds exist in Iraq, Iran, Syria, Turkey, in kind of like the border area of those countries. The intersection of nowhere. If you look on a satellite, it's all desert. That's all there is over there. They're fighting over desert. And we assisted the Syrian Democratic Forces, which, again, that's the Kurdish forces mostly. Yeah, they're aligned with other people over there. It's not just the Kurds, but the majority uh, leader in that fight is the, the Kurdish people. They mostly are what the Syrian democratic forces consist of. And they're a really hardened fighting force. They've been trained by us over the years, and they've been supplied very well. Now, 
when they're pushing into Syria, defeating ISIS, this was fantastic. ISIS is being destroyed and pushed back, but Turkey wasn't so happy with it. Turkey has uh, been a, a big ally historically. They're a member of NATO. But recently, you might have heard other people complain that Turkey is now very radical. It's uh, moving towards becoming an Islamic radical state, a theological state. And it's always been secular. It's changing. Turkey's changing. The fact remains they are an ally. They're a member of NATO. And they're not happy about the Kurds taking over more and more uh, territory on their border, on their southern border with Syria. You see, the Turks and the Kurds have a unique relationship. There are, like I mentioned, Kurds that live in Turkey. And they want their autonomy, just like all the Kurds do. They don't want to be a part of Turkey. They want their own country. And historically, there has been terrorism which is not uncommon when you have a group of people fighting for their autonomous uh, region uh, to live in. They uh, Sometimes you're going to have radical elements. And so Turkey is saying, whoa, we are worried now. We have this huge uh, number of Kurds over here on our southern border. Historically, we've had issues with terrorism. United States, you're our ally. We're a member of NATO. And this is a concern. This is a concern. See, we have an alliance with NATO uh, countries in which we have to come to their mutual defense. So it puts us in a tricky position. The Kurds aren't a NATO ally, but we do have you know, an alliance with the Kurds in defeating ISIS. What we don't have is a blanket mutual protection treaty with the Kurds like we do with Turkey. And so if Turkey wants to come in and clean up their border region, we really have no place to stand in, unless we want to pick a fight with an ally. You're saying, okay, well, maybe we should. We need to stand behind the Kurds. Well, we kind of are. You see, it's always black and white. They want to make it black and white when you're watching the TV. Trump bad, Trump horrible, Trump's foreign policy is psychotic. And all the NSA spooks come out, all the CIA people, the Pentagon, deep state, military, industrial complex, endless war, warmonger, whores come out. They're war whores. They say, ah, there's no gray here. It's only black and white. It's easy. It's easy. Don't don't look at the map. Don't look at the history. Don't think too hard about it because you know Trump is a horrible president and he's stupid. So you can believe us when we say that uh, this is a complete disaster, a military disaster, and we're basically handing over Syria back to ISIS. We're stabbing our, the Kurds in the back, and it's all to, to draw attention away from impeachment is what they'll say. Of course, we know what's really happening. We get it. The deep state has aligned with the Democrats and the globalist mainstream media to take down Trump. That's what's going on with impeachment. This is Kingston Country. Tim from North Carolina, welcome back on the Dan Kingston podcast. What are your thoughts on impeachment or what's going on in Syria right now with the Turkey and the Kurds? First of all, Dan, I'd like to thank you for the opportunity to come back. and I really enjoy it. You've got a great podcast going here. Um, impeachment is is a mess. It's the only thing that the Democrats have left. These Democrats are scared. They they know they're going to lose in 2020. 
the only thing they can do to rile their base is some kind of drastic, oh, my God, we got him at the last second. It turns out the only thing they're, they're claiming to have is a phone call, which has been released, that wouldn't even hold up in traffic court. It's nothing but a waste of time and a diversion. I, I, don't, I don't quite understand why they did it. Is the impeachment um, somehow connected to what's going on in Syria? I, I, I don't. I don't think it's what's going on in Syria. Um, I think it's connected what has gone on in Ukraine. Um, if you look at uh, Nancy Pelosi's son, Joe Biden's son, it's awfully coincidental that both families have had sons in the, the uh, natural gas and oil business in Ukraine during all this. Now, Syria. Syria is connected to Ukraine. Mm. Um, if everybody gets in the time machine and goes back to the Barack Obama pre, you know, presidency, you're, you're going to realize that none of the Syria mess started until our our beloved folks uh, at the farm, I guess, went in and uh, you know destabilized Syria on purpose. From what I was told and what I've been told, and it's, it's hearsay, some of it can be proven, is there was supposed to be a pipeline run from Saudi Arabia through Syria, through Turkey, and shipped into Ukraine. Now, this was done to cut the Russians out of the European gas business mm. because of one of the biggest products that the Russians have, the gross domestic product they, they ship out of Russia, is natural gas and oil. And they sell it to Europe. Um, and if you think about it that way, Syria was the only country in the way of this pipeline getting completed. And Syria is a, was an ally of Russia, mainly because they're seaports, um, and, and the Assad family. So they needed, so we needed regime change or someone needed regime change to make that happen. Well, then speed um, us up back to now, to 2019, and you well, have uh, the, the, the situation with uh, Turkey and Kurds, and we're kind of stuck in the middle of it, and then you have Iran, and I mean, it's right smack in the middle of everything, right? Uh, and so w w what's going on in terms of people calling uh, you know, Trump to betraying the Kurds and this kind of thing? I mean, do, do we have all the information the, the Kurds helped us fight ISIS. Uh, we can't forget that. The Kurds are the ones who pretty much fought ISIS instead of having to send U.S. ground troops into Syria um, to, to fight ISIS. But, 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 people, but the, we don't have all the information, right, Tim? No, we don't. It, it, it's, there's, a, there's a big, but, you know, there's a fog of war here. It's a huge fog of war in the, in, in the, in the public realm. The question is, why does Turkey want to invade North, you know, northern Syria? Not just because the Kurds are there. I mean, that can't that can't just be the reason for it. Well, it has to be but a strategic. It has to be a strategic location, uh, and they're worried about the Kurds having suffered terrorism. You know, the Kurds, uh, I guess, want well, their own country. Well, the, well, the, well, the Kurds tried to coup, tried to coup Turkey more than once. Uh, the Kurds, the Kurds. And Turkey are not allies. They're not friends. So there you go. Isn't that uh, the reason why Turkey is, is going in there to clean it up? I, I, I don't think so. 
I don't. I'm, something just tells me that's not the reason. Something um, deeper. Something else going on. Some, 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 something deeper. You remember the Iranians are scattered all over this area. They're the real power. Turkey's not a real military power in the region, are they? Compared to Iran? No. No, no, I'm not, I'm not compared to Iran. And I'm going to tell you who's being oddly quiet about this. Who? The Syrian government. Hmm. The Syrian government is, like, not even involved in this. Ah. They're not even. They're not even commenting on this. Nothing. What does that tell you? And I don't know. You got Russia. You know, Russia and Turkey have grown closer over the past 10 years than they used to be. They used to be, I mean, you could almost consider them frenemies. They right. weren't. I mean, there were, the Turkey was an ally of the United States. Right. But then they turned around and bought missile systems from Russia. Yeah. I think, I, I mean, honestly, if there's anybody pushing this, I think it's the Russians that are pushing it from the back. Mm. Anybody that's pushing Turkey into Syria, I think it's the Russians. Well, you know, they're publicly on record, Putin's on record, saying, you know, don't do this, along with Iran, they're they're asking for restraint. So you think maybe secretly in the back channels, they're saying, okay, you yeah. know, um, go ahead and, and cause mischief. I mean, maybe Assad wants Turkey to, to come in and, and force out the Kurds, because Assad doesn't like the, the, those Kurdish forces that, over that, there either. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's going to be different 24 hours from now. Mm. Uh, of, course, of course, the media is going to try to sell you that the Kurds are some friendly tribe, some native tribe that's just living on the border of Syria because they have no homeland right. or whatever crap. You know, they're going to try to sell you. But actually, there's actually images of Kurds being shown with communist propaganda. Well, the Kurds don't have an, an official country. That is true. But on the flip side, they're not like a, a victim over there. They have, they're very well armed. They've been trained by us. Yeah. Um, they can yeah. defend themselves from all right. accounts. I mean, they're tougher fighters than yeah. the Turkish fighters. So I don't know yeah. why there's a sob story about the, the Kurds. Uh, they did fight along with us. But uh, is that mean yeah. that we have to stay over there in the Middle East for 100 years because of it? No, it, it doesn't. And it almost reflects the story of the Mujahideen um, from, from the 80s. If you remember those guys from Afghanistan, this is, uh, this has been so familiar. We go in, we trained them, we armed them, we sent them off to fight the Russians, and 20 years, and 20 years from then, they're attacking us. Uh. Could, be, could be the same situation with the Kurds. Because the Kurds have to have anybody... If anybody in the Middle East had a reason to hate us, it would be those guys. Because we've stuck them in northern Iraq. We've stuck them in northern Syria now. I mean, they really have no reason to trust us. Do you think, though, that uh, them, them saying that we're backstabbing them, you really think they feel that way? Or is this kind of like the public outcry that they have to give? And in the behind the scenes, maybe we're secretly arming them. We're secretly giving them some information. We don't want to see them wiped away from Turkey. But yeah, by the same token, we can't start World War Three over there with Turkey and, and Russia and Iran. So we're uh, walking a tightrope, right? I think, I think the key to hold it of understanding this, this whole situation is is the Kurds. Now, how they react and how well they hold up. Now, 20 minutes ago, I had read that they had already destroyed the tank. They and destroyed I what? Gotta give them, 
mean, they, they've already they've already destroyed a Turkish tank. Because um, <laughs> they're fighters, some, they're tough. Some someone has got to be giving these guys intel. Yep, they got to be getting their intel from somewhere. Yep, you know now. Donald, I mean, Donald Trump, God bless him. He he, he wiped his hands and said, "I'm walking away from this." Mm. And, and it may very well be that Turkey is proxying for Russia. Mm. Maybe Turkey's going to come in, fight fight people out of Syria, and then retreat back into Turkey, and then Assad has full control of the country again. Maybe that's the way it falls. I don't know. Well, good luck with that. I think they're up against a, a tough fighting force over there, and whether we're secretly arming them with intelligence or the Israelis are, somebody's giving yeah, them info. I forgot about those guys. <laughs> yep, yep. Tim from North Carolina, thanks for sharing your thoughts as always. This is Kingston Country. And frankly, people know that Trump uh, <laughs> breaks the rules. That's what they like about him, that he's a rule breaker. You think they don't want him to dig up dirt on Joe Biden? His base wants him to dig up dirt on Joe Biden. And the fact is, if the American people see there is dirt on Joe Biden to be dug up, then it's a political wash at that point. Of course, it's baseless, baseless. It's all baseless. We know it's not baseless. We know the accusations against Trump are not baseless either. Let's face it. He himself acknowledged the phone call and released the transcripts himself. He's uh, asked China to look into Joe Biden. He knows what he's doing isn't by the book. He doesn't care because you don't care because his base doesn't care. And independents, frankly, see it as political one way or another. They know. Independents know the game. It's all this is is a game. And the closer we get to election day, the more like a game this looks. You got to ask yourself, what are the larger stakes at play? And those larger stakes have to do with the endless war, military industrial complex, the deep state control, the NSA surveillance on the president of the United States in order to control the policy, in order to hijack the elected representation, and to hijack your representation for their own aim, for their deep state, axis of evil, endless war aims. First it's Iraq, Iran, North Korea, then it's World War, endless World War. That's the plan. That's what's coming. It was uh, broken up. That plan was messed up by Obama. Obama put a fork in it, but they thought, okay, we'll, we'll wait this one out. We'll sit this guy out. You know, we'll get him back on Benghazi. You'll make him look like an idiot on foreign policy. We'll make him look weak. We'll make him look ineffective, but we'll, we'll sit him out. We'll get somebody in, deep state person in next time. We'll wait for Hillary. Hillary, oh yeah, she'll give us the wars we want. When she lost, oh my goodness, what do we do now? What do we do? We don't have anybody. We can't wait another eight years. We need to go to war. We need it. We need it. They're like addicted to it like crack. Just look at who's criticizing Trump the most. The neo-libicons, the warmongers. So back to Syria, Kurds are saying, you know, if Turkey tries to, to move against us in Syria, in this territory that, that we've claimed in, in Syria, then we're going to go all out war on the border against Turkey. If that happens, we no longer can be aligned with the Kurds. We just can't. Don't you understand? Turkey is a NATO ally. So we got put in a tough spot. And it's like 
it's like when you get in a family argument with your parents or something like this, you know? You can't take sides. You're going to choose your mom's side over your dad's side. You're going to choose your dad over your brother, your sister over your mom. Uh, you know, maybe your mom treated you better over the years than your dad, or maybe your brother is better to you than your sister, or vice versa. I don't know. The truth is that you don't want to get in between family arguments because all of a sudden you're trying to help and you're trying to do a good thing. Now you're on the out. Now you're the outsider. Now you're the bad guy. Now it's a war against you or simply you are getting further pulled into the conflict and you have to devote more and more resources, emotional or at a certain point, you got to take a step back. You have to take a step back and say, is it in my interest? To get in the middle of this? Is it in my family's interest to get in the middle of this? I mean, at the end of the day, it's not our conflict to get involved in. We have to stop getting involved in these Middle East conflicts that have no resolution. It's a, it's a lose-lose for us. We have to achieve objectives and leave. We're no longer colonial power. We never were intended to be one. And the hundreds and the hundreds of military bases overseas hundreds of military exercises and secret operations being conducted around the world need to be assessed for their importance. Are they 110% necessary? Because we don't have the money or the resources, nor do we have the stupidity to continue getting involved in situations that have no resolution. We have to stay out. And we have to focus on America first. Kingston Country. You've been listening to the Dan Kingston Podcast. 